Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 1772. Jesus said to me, My daughter, have you any difficulties in this retreat? I answered that I hadn't. In this retreat, my mind is like lightning. I penetrate all the mysteries of faith with great ease. My master and leader, all darkness disappears from my mind under the ray of your light. Today, for your spiritual reading, you will take the Gospel of St. John, chapter 21. Let it feed your heart more than your mind. During the June devotions, the Lord said to me, My daughter, my favor rests in your heart. When on Holy Thursday I left myself in the Blessed Sacrament, you were very much on my mind. After these words, my love made great efforts to express to him what he was to me, but I was at a loss for words and burst into tears in my helplessness. And Jesus said, For you, I am mercy itself. Therefore I ask you to offer me your misery and this very helplessness of yours, and in this way you will delight my heart. Today a living flame of divine love entered my soul. If it had lasted any longer, I would have been consumed by the fire, freeing myself of the bonds of the present. It seemed to me that, if it had lasted an instant longer, I would have been drowned in the ocean of love. I cannot describe these arrows of love that pierce my soul. Conference on Mercy My daughter, know that my heart is mercy itself. From this sea of mercy, graces flow out upon the whole world. No soul that has approached me has ever gone away unconsoled. All misery gets buried in the depths of my mercy, and every saving and sanctifying grace flows from this fountain. My daughter, I desire that your heart be an abiding place of my mercy. I desire that this mercy flow out upon the whole world through your heart. Let no one who approaches you go away without that trust in my mercy, which I so ardently desire for souls. Pray as much as you can for the dying. By your entreaties, obtain for them trust in my mercy, because they have most need of trust, and have it the least. Be assured that the grace of eternal salvation for certain souls in their final moment depends on your prayer. You know the whole abyss of my mercy, so draw upon it for yourself and especially for poor sinners. Sooner would heaven and earth turn into nothingness than would my mercy not embrace a trusting soul. My resolution continues to be the same, to unite myself to Christ, mercy. Conclusion of the Retreat Last Conversation with the Lord Thank you, eternal love, for your, inconceivably kind, your inconceivable kindness to me 
that you would occupy yourself directly with my sanctification. My daughter, let three virtues adorn you in a particular way, humility, purity of intention, and love. Do nothing beyond what I demand of you, and accept everything that my hand gives you. Strive for a life of recollection, so that you can hear my voice, which is so soft that only recollected souls can hear it. I could not sleep until midnight today, so deeply was I stirred by tomorrow's renewal of vows. The greatness of God embraced my whole being. Pentecost, June 5, 1938, Renewal of Vows I got up how much earlier than usual and went to the chapel, steeping myself in the love of God. Before receiving Holy Communion, I silently renewed my religious vows. After Holy Communion, the infinite love of God swept over me. My soul was in communion with the Holy Spirit, who is the same Lord as the Father and the Son. His breath filled my soul with such delight that it would be useless for me to try to give even a faint idea of what my heart experienced. Throughout the whole day, wherever I was, and regardless of with whom I talked, a vivid presence of God accompanied me. My soul was drowned in thanksgiving for these great graces. Faustina writes here of the special graces that she has been receiving during the retreat. She is able to very quickly understand what the Lord wishes to teach her in each meditation. Jesus asks her to meditate on the last chapter of the Gospel of John, which talks about his resurrection appearances. At the end of the Gospel, it says that all of the books in the world cannot contain all that Jesus did during his time on earth. Jesus tells Faustina that he was thinking of her when he left himself in the Blessed Sacrament during that first Holy Thursday. He knew that 20 centuries later, St. Faustina would be born and she would have a great devotion to him in the Eucharist. She would unite herself very closely to his suffering on the cross. She was so overwhelmed by the thought of this uh, that she wasn't even able to express her love for Jesus and what he meant to her. She was speechless. Jesus tells her to simply unite her misery and her helplessness to him. She really doesn't have to add any words to what Jesus has said. His is a beautiful declaration of love. Faustina was filled with a living flame of divine love. She was practically transported to heaven. Our earthly bodies are not really able to contain such love. Uh, having that much love in our heart is the definition of heaven. Uh, there is a statue here in Rome by Bernini of St. Teresa of Avila in ecstasy as an angel shoots flames of love into her heart. The great saints can begin to experience uh, that love of God uh, like they're already in heaven. Jesus then gives St. Faustina a conference on mercy. 
He wants her heart to become an abiding place of his mercy, sort of like a storage container for his mercy that she can then pass on to the world. From her heart, his mercy can flow to others. He asks her to pray for the dying. They need to trust in his mercy at that crucial moment of decision at the end of their lives. And Faustina makes the resolution to be united with Jesus and his mercy. In her final conversation with Jesus at the end of her retreat, he asks her to live the virtues of humility, purity of intention, and love. And he says that we need to be recollected in order to hear his voice, which is so soft that only recollected souls can hear it. So we should try to be recollected when we pray, when we enter into church, when we come to Mass. Otherwise, we will miss hearing the beautiful voice of Jesus who wants to speak to us. And then St. Faustina renews her vows on Pentecost Sunday, and the Holy Spirit fills her with God's presence. She is overwhelmed, and she offers her thanks to the Lord. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075 Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an ebook. Available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.